got an issue you just can't fix? On the fence about what direction you should take? Been wrestling with a situation that's out of control? Let's take it out of the Too Hard hard basket. First new Too Hard basket of 2023. Let's pry open the top of the Too Hard basket. I'm just going to see what's inside. Oh, 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 a basket full of pigeons. Close the lid. They're flying straight into my face. I'll have to sanitize immediately. I'm going to spray some sanitizer in my face. And this is your trigger warning for anyone listening with ornithophobia. That's the extreme fear of birds. Because, suffice to say, this week's dilemma is of the avian variety. And what to do when your feathers are ruffled by your neighbor's passion for feeding birds. A big welcome to our regulars in the Too Hard Basket Coop, writer and comedian Jennifer Wong, and ethical counselor from the Ethics Centre, Simon Kennedy Jewell. Welcome back to the nest, my friends. Uh, Just to set the scene, I'd love to know, Jennifer, if you have any bird puns to offer and how you feel about birds. Well, I'm a little paralyzed with fear at the moment, Beverly, because I do have an extreme fear of birds. So uh, my heart is all a flutter, and uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just kind of my, my actual. I'm not even going to pun. My my fingers are. She's so paralyzed that she can't situation. pun. This is the only thing that can stop me from punning is this topic: <laughs> fear of birds. Simon, have you ever had any issues with birds? Oh, look, not particularly. I, I, I actually do quite like uh, a lot of birds, especially our native ones. I find them lovely. Um, but um, but pigeons do have a, uh, a troubled little mm. sort of sort of niche in our in our community right now, don't they? Pigeons are to be admired for their tenacity. They're a global bird. Yes. We actually don't know where they came from. They're everywhere. But at the same time. They are dirty and diseased, so it's a, it's a bit yeah. of a it's a difficult one. Okay, I so. can't quite get it. Is it is it air rats or <laughs> rats and flies? Yes, poor pigeons. Yeah, something like that. But poor anyway, poor yes. pigeons. Anyway, it is pigeons that we are dealing with this week, and Jerry has written in with this dilemma that has lit up. Our, it's a flurry. It's a flight on the Facebook page. <laughs> um, Jerry writes, our elderly neighbor's favorite daily pastime is to feed the local pigeons. Consequently, we have major issues with the birds on our roof. We have paid to have our roof pigeon-proofed, but that was only partially effective. We have excrement all on the roof deck and patio, and the birds breed and mate up there. We have even had birds die on the roof, and my husband has to climb up Get it down, pressure wash the area, and dispose of the dead birds. I've contacted the council, but it's not against the bylaws, and there's nothing they can do. The neighbor is in her 80s. Her husband is dying and receiving at-home palliative care. I feel for the lady and don't want to upset her, but we sometimes have up to 30 birds on our roof. The lady does not have birds on her roof, as they like to sit on our two-story roof to have a good vantage point for watching the food. What should we do? Jennifer, back over to you. Considering your aversion to birds, how do you feel about what Jerry is describing? Well, Beverly, not only do I have an aversion to birds, I have an aversion to conflict. (laughs) So these two aversions together have led me to the conclusion that... um, I think if you have a life cycle of pigeons on your roof um, with births, deaths and mating, and you essentially are living underneath a litter tray uh, of pigeons, um, I think the only solution, given that 
Jerry sounds like a lovely person. You know, if Jerry hadn't mentioned that the neighbor is elderly and a lady and living with a husband who's dying, you know, Jerry clearly has a soul, a conscience. Mm -hmm. And given all these factors, my only recommendation is that Jerry has to move house. (laughs) (laughs) Upstakes, declutter, move. This is the thing that Jerry has been wanting to hear from us. And I am giving Jerry permission Jerry, if you send in your address, I will come and help you pack, even though I have a fear of birds, because I admire you, Jerry. You know it's time All right. uh, to, to do something big. A practical solution. solution. A practical and easy solution from Jennifer Wong. Simon, what would you yes. do if this was your home, if you, were, if you were Jerry? What are the stakes here? All right, well, I'll swoop in at this point. Oh, um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, so, look, I actually found myself having two quite specific, or quite distinct reactions to this dilemma. One, I was on a short-term basis, um, which I found myself really driven from a consequentialist perspective, which was basically sort of saying, look, the potential harm to the elderly neighbour, especially given the you know apparently imminent death of her husband, the potential harm to her of taking sort of urgent action on this outweighs the harm of putting up with it for a bit longer. So in that sense, I would say to sort of Jerry, look, you know, if you, you know, just chill, um, sort of you know, allow a little bit of space because, you know, obviously this poor lady is going through a lot. But for me, over a sort of medium term, um, I, I found a duties and rights perspective really became much more stronger, which is basically along the lines of that the neighbour's right to do what she wants within her own property is fair enough, but that right is trumped by Jerry's right to live on his property without the concern of health and sanitation issues caused by the pigeons. So it did seem to me that over that sort of past the death and and some period of reasonable mourning or whatever for for the elderly couple – um, I do think it's reasonable for Jerry to sort of start to, to take some action to try and resolve the situation because I think there is a legitimate question of his rights here um, and, and that, you know, he's got something that's, um, you know, valid in, in trying to resolve. Absolutely, because um, as Jerry notes, they have already gone through quite a bit of effort in trying mm. to stop this problem, the partially effective pigeon proofing and then the description of what is taking place just sounds like I wouldn't want to, you know, spend time in a backyard or deck or patio that was covered in bird excrement. That sounds not just unhealthy, but I mean, purely mm. unpleasant, doesn't it? Uh, Jennifer, what do you think? Well, I really admire what um, Simon's done here. He's taken a cool, calm, considered approach, which really puts my flight or fight <laughs> risk kind of activation um it's a very stark difference, isn't it, the way that we've problem-solved here. And I wonder if I should be spending a little bit more time with Simon, just on my general approach to life. Simon is a very wise <laughs> owl-type figure, which is why we have him on Life Matters. The, the, you know, it takes all types. It takes all types to get, you know, to make sense of this, this strange world. I want to run past a few suggestions that have uh, shown up on our Facebook page over the past while since this dilemma went out. And I, I just wonder, both of you, if you have any thoughts on some of these dilemmas. Uh, a few people say, basically, your neighbor will be dead soon, so wait it out. Put it up with it. It will not be for much longer. This elderly woman and her husband uh, basically will pass on. And uh, then you can worry about it. Be patient, basically. But then quite a few people, no less than four at least, said, 
Their solution would be to offer to buy the neighbor some budgies in a nice big aviary. A couple of hundred dollars on such a gift would be better spent than more bird proofing. If it may not give her quite the pleasure of feeding free birds, but it's worth asking. Another person says the same thing. I'm constantly surprised at the naivety of people. A possible solution: buy the old lady an aviary and some budgies. How about another Sam? How about buying her some birds she can have as pets, like budgies or doves? Again, Kay, buy her a budgie with a lovely cage. <laughs> I, I am actually confounded at the thought of giving a, an, an elderly woman with a dying husband something else to take care of. What, yeah. what do you think of this suggestion to give the woman a pet, so, Jennifer? Well, look, Beverly. As the sweat trickles down my back at this point, the <laughs> idea of you know people buying. I never want to be in a position one day where people suggest that buying me birds would be part of the solution.、Um, I don't think we should involve more birds.、Uh, this is purely me speaking from a very personal anti-bird perspective. So I would be interested to hear what you guys think. I don't think I don't think involving more care for the for the elderly lady will will solve the problem. Sadly, what do you think, Simon? Well, yeah, I guess it's a it's a responsibility, isn't it? As soon as you put a bird in a cage, as opposed to wild pigeons, there's more responsibility involved. I like the gesture, though, the, the sense of this、mm. being almost a shared problem, and it's like, well, let's find a shared solution.、Um, so I think there is something in that gesture, and I think there's something in the fact that so many listeners. Have flocked, dare I say, <laughs> around, around this around this response. But but look, I, I think that to me would potentially be part. I think just the idea of creating a sense of dialogue and discussion. Dialogue and, and now, discussion. I want to just、yeah. tap into that because far fewer people suggested just speaking to the woman. So we,、mm. people would rather wait her out and have them both die, or give her <laughs> present her with a, a birdcage pet,、uh, rather than just simply having the conversation about explaining why the birds are a problem and asking、mm. her to please cease and desist from feeding the birds. Simon,、mm. if Jerry was to take that step,、uh, we've got about thirty seconds left. If 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 Jerry was to take that step, how would you suggest Jerry? What are the words you would suggest Jerry use? Ah,、uh, I think it would. You know, I appreciate that feeding the pigeons obviously gives you some, ple- you know, pleasure and 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 there's something that you enjoy in that.、Um, is there some way we can find another、um, activity?、Uh, you know, another caring. Uh, way to contribute to the natural environment、mm. and maybe give you some company. Thank you. Or you could just say we're not avian a good time. Oh,、ah. she came、ah. through. Thank you both for your wisdom on this very、uh, tricky and triggering too hard basket. Simon Kennedy Jewell is an ethical counselor from the Ethics Center, and writer and comedian Jennifer Wong has a new show coming out. Go get your tickets. Go check it out. It's called Jennifer Wong Has No Peripheral Vision, and it will be across the country at Adelaide Fringe and comedy festivals in Melbourne, Sydney. And Perth, she's going coast to coast. And speaking of comedy, here's a very funny text from Laurie: Pigeons are homing birds. They will return to that rooftop for years. The solution is music. Pigeons hate the eagles. Play Hotel California, twenty four seven. Laurie, thank you so much for that. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.